escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Day. MTN. Good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, on Love 99.5 in Kumasi, and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice, Tamale Radio, Pando Pando, Fafa Radio, Joje, and Jata FM, Karaga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream, and my Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience, and Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Duraplast goes, water flows. Coming up. As the NDC and its minority in Parliament defy police warning not to protest at the Bank of Ghana headquarters, they insist they will march there, setting the stage for confrontation. We are live on the protest where some ordinary Guineans, including a member of the clergy, are backing the demands of the NDC minority. And Bible said, if the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But if the wicked person is leading, the people suffer. So Nanado is the one to tell us that the scripture is fulfilling himself. Why are wicked? The Bible is about politics. From henceforth, every demonstration about Ghana, I will come. We've got details and we'll also take you live to Ashaman where residents have blocked some major roads in the municipality protesting their bad nature. So can you tell us that, yes, the stronghold of the NDC, so you can fix our roads. Ashaman is that It's very bad. We pay taxes. We do what have this all we are paying. Ashaman here, then what can come? Can come. come. Also on the midday news, is the independent presidential ad- ambition of Alan Tremanting at risk of being blocked? The party has taken a decision that if you want to be part of this, if you use the resources of the party to market yourself, and at the last moment you decide that you walk away, the party has every right to restrain you, and nobody should take it for granted. Minister of State at the local government ministry highlights NPP presidential aspirant's July agreement as a strong challenge to Alan Tremantin's presidential ambition. But there's a response. Many are disappointed in the party because of such mischief. He's a lawyer, and I am also one. He should let us meet in court. Also, flag bearer hope for Dr. Owusu Akutwe-Frie says the NPP is in danger of losing the 2024 elections. Morale is very, very low. The expectation of our activists around the country for a better life 
has not been realized. So the MPP is not in a good place to contest to retain power next year. And for the second in our series, Dialysis Crisis, we tell you the story of some young Ghanaians with kidney failure who are crying for help, demanding for affordable dialysis. Um, we are pleading with government to help us with the dialysis. We cannot, we cannot pay because of that. We are unable to go for dialysis. And in sports. We'll bring you up to speed with the level of work at the Bortiman Sports Complex with five months remaining to the Africa Games. And later we'll present Legon make it their eighth trophy or we'll have another school clinch the Bragan Rides as the quest to find the next champion of the NSMQ begins today. Going for Presec. It's Presec like one that we want. Presec uh -huh. and Prempe. If not Prempe and Presec, hey, we, we don't see any, any school again. We are live at the KNUST campus where some schools have started arriving ahead of the preliminary stage of the competition. Stay with us for details. for choosing us. This is Joy News Independent, Fearless and Credible. I'm Bernice Abubeidulansa. The details now. in a fierce showdown is expected between the minority in parliament and the Ghana police service as the NDC MPs insist they will head to the Bank of Ghana headquarters to present a petition to the governor. This is despite the police vowing to prevent any protester, including the leadership from accessing the central bank's head offices. Hundreds of Ghanaians have poured onto the streets of Accra to demand the resignation of the BOG governor and his deputies over the historic losses recorded in 2020. Listen to Minority Leader Dr. Casey Alatoforsen outlining the goal of the protest. We think that this particular governor should not be allowed to stay in office. He's a printer. And we all know what printing does. Printing of money is like an alcoholism. The perceived good effect comes immediate and the hangover comes after the party. This Ekufuado government together with the government, governor hasn't been fair to the people of Ghana. In fact, Governor Addison printed for President Kufuado for them to live a champagne lifestyle on an appetition budget. We can't continue this way. Well, despite the police vowing not to allow any protester go within the precincts of the BOG, Minority Leader Dr. Altoforsen says he will lead a group of MPs to present a petition to the Central Bank Governor. He also insists they want the Governor to receive the petition personally. And if that does not happen, they will not leave the premises. Our position is simple. The Ghana Police Service must show us where the security zone ends, the so-called security zones. We'll comply with that. We'll get to the end of the security zone with the protesters. And at that point, I, together with the leadership of the NDC minority in parliament, must be allowed to walk to the central bank to present petition that should be received by the governor himself. He must be the one to receive our petition. I won't just hand over to him, we'll read it to his hearing and would we'll demand his exit today. If he fails to exit, there will be a series of actions against him. 
Well, we've also been hearing from the national chairman of the NDC, Johnson Nesiedun Ketia. He's declared the Bank of Ghana headquarters a crime scene. He's been urging protesters to march there. Let me take you live now to the protest. My colleague Maxwell Agbaba is there for us. Hello, Maxwell. So the protesters have moved from the Obraspot. Where are they now? And do you get an indication still that they will defy the police's orders? Well, Bernard, um, it's a sea of people here on the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue Road, the stretch that leads to um, Central Business District. What is happening right now is that the staff of the Ghana Police Service have blocked and barricaded a section um, of the road that connects to the Central Business District um, down to the um, old Parliament House, to the Kwame Nkrumah Museum, and then connect to the uh, BOG. Now the police is advising the protesters to use the Castle Road, not the Common Krumah Avenue, which connects um, to the Central Business District. That seems to be the point of disagreement between um, the protesters and the cell of the Ghana Police Service. And for, in, in the last five minutes, we've seen near couple um, here, um, near couple, you know, break out here um, at this intersection. But the police is still standing it um, and saying that they will not allow the protesters to use the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue Road, which connects to the Central Business District and then to the Bank of Ghana um, premises. They say they should use the Castle Road, but the protesters are also saying that that is a long route and they don't want to use it. So right now, all of them are converging at a point where the road has been barricaded right at the intersection of the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue, waiting for the leadership. In fact, like I mentioned earlier, it's a sea of people. It's a splinter group. Some people dancing, some people singing protest song, a revolution song. So at this point, they're all waiting for the leadership um, to get closer to the point where the road has been barricaded. The minority leader estimates the number of people who have fought onto the streets yesterday to be 50,000. And he says that has exceeded their expectation. As you can hear, one of the protesters saying that it's more than 50,000, but 100,000 banners. Right, Maxwell, we'll leave it here for now. That's Maxwell Agbaba giving us a quick update on what's happening. But um, a former Deputy Communications Minister, Felix Ofosukwache, has been promising a showdown, Maxwell. What exactly did he say to you? Well, uh, th th that's just that some ambience we're hearing uh, on that protest. But let's hear from uh, the former Deputy Communications Minister, Felix Ofosukwache. We are aware that... It is the president and the sidekick, Alaji Baumia, who are behind the collapse of the Ghanaian economy. We are fully aware of that. But the governor is symbolic to the extent that it symbolizes institutional decay. You know, the governor has adequate powers. And what happens if the governor and his two deputies, what happens if they do not resign? Well, we will not relent. We will not relent in making that demand until he goes. So a, a real showdown is about to take place. A real showdown is Absolutely. About Absolutely. So you had Maxwell engaging the former Deputy Communications Minister, Felix Ofosukwachi. He's also been speaking to Ningo Pram Pram MP Sam George, who says the BOG governor is a coward. 
The governor is a coward. Dr. Edison is a coward. I mean, and this is not this is not going to be the first time. I serve, I've served on the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament for seven years. And at least every year we invite him twice to appear because of the Auditor General's report. And I can say on authority that Dr. Edison himself has appeared before the Public Accounts Committee maybe two or three times in seven years. He's a coward. He runs away from his own work, from his own failings. Most times he sends his deputy, Maxwell. And I won't be surprised that today it will be Maxwell who would have the balls to come out. Edison himself won't come out. Edison is a coward and I'm putting it to him. You're a coward and you have failed. You're a colossal failure. Because look, where we sit as a country, let's call a spade a spade. We have 196 central banks for 196 countries across the world. In 2022, the central bank of Ghana, the bank of Ghana, came last. While some ordinary Ghanaians who've showed up include members of the clergy and they have been putting a biblical twist to all of this. Everything is corruption. Why? Our president promised us that the corruption, he will, he will, he will protect the public, public first. And look at what is happening now. Sister Adapa, $1 million. Do you know, can you imagine how, how many, how many uh, buildings are the school buildings or the bridges or the electricity or how do you call it? Are the traffic lights? That $1 million can, can do. Everything is corrupt. I am disappointed in my president. I am disappointed. When they, are, when, when, they, when, they want, when they want the power, they come to we the pastors to pray for them. When they are finished, when they finish getting the votes, they, they said we should we shouldn't interfere in the in the politics. It is a lie. The Bible is about politics. So we uh, from henceforth, every demonstration about Ghana, I will come. Do you think you go to heaven? people are not happy god is not happy well so you had some pastor the pastors there who've joined the protest by uh, the minority in parliament to demand the resignation of the bog governor and his deputies meanwhile in ashaman scores of residents defied early morning showers to register their displeasure about the deplorable nature of roads in their municipality they say they are fed up with the empty promises of fixing their roads they were however denied access to parts of ashaman which have bad roads in response to this they blocked the ashaman traffic intersection which connects ashaman to parts of tema ajay kojo oyibi somenya and ashaman runabout listen to some of them we know we know the mp doesn't fix roads right so he being our mouthpiece he could go to the assembly and make it that thing happen but we always see oh my government is never i can't do nothing but see that's not it we are here like let me alone me and my brother, this, you see this place, we'll sleep here till tomorrow. Because see, we are suffering. When you buy a car, you know they tell your shop goes pop. See, I saw we don't get one good road. See, the sad part is right. Um, if you are going to the, uh, the uh, municipal assembly, right? There's a big hole there, and it's still there. And the fact that during the 2020 election, MPP had 36,000 votes in Ashaman here. Exactly. So how can you tell us that? Yes, the stronghold of the NDC. So. You can't fix our roads. Ashama deserves better. Prepare taxes. Well, you heard some of the protesters there. Let me take you live to Ashama now, where correspondent Kwame Yanka is standing by for us. So first, Kwame, just describe the state of these roads and why the protesters were not allowed to access them. Okay, so Bernice, if you are new to the municipality, well, you'll be able to see part of the um, municipality, which is somehow um, tarred. I'm referring to 
the main um, Ashaman to Ajekuju uh, Road. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And then to Tema, however, if you use the inner road and find to the Ashaman to uh, Newtown Road, uh, Newtown to um, Afarawa Road, and then Lebanon stretch all the way to Katamansa, which is uh, somehow beyond um, Ashaman. But then these um, residents say uh, over the years, uh, government um, being represented here by the respective MCs will come promising that well, government of the day is committed to more or less solving this problem. However, um, that administration's tenure may end and nothing will be done about it. So they believe this time around, they have to more or less vent for government of the day to know that um, they mean every bit of it. And after this very demonstration, if they do not solve um, any issues there is, then a month or two after, they'll be hitting the streets again. But why were they denied access to these bad roads? Well, um, some um, reports I'm getting indicate that, well, um, the, the, this area they had agreed to use later had to change, um, which wasn't communicated to all the members. So when they got to the um, Ashaman traffic light intersection, the police blocked that stretch and that connects Ashaman to um, OED because that area is um, literally um, covered. That, that area takes care of the market and other shops. And the police, um, with the intelligence here, that um, these uh, protesters uh, mixed up with some miscreants may cause mayhem, may loot and all that. But what the protesters say, the protesters say um, that whatever uh, the fear may be, is somehow unfounded because they would want a specific problem solved and not to worsen the situation by maybe stealing or looting. That's Kwame Yanka, our man in the Tema region, giving us an update on that Ashaman protest. This is the Midday News. Let's do some politics now. And presidential aspiration of former member of the NPP, Alan Tremanting, could be in danger following a revelation the NPP can pursue legal action to refrain him from contesting the 2024 general elections. Mr. Tremanting last month resigned from the party and signaled his intention to contest as an independent candidate. But he's facing danger because he signed an undertaking against going as an independent candidate as part of conditions set by the party. Minister of State at the local government ministry, Osei Bunsu Amor, tells my colleague Elton Broby that the NPP will be within its right to challenge Mr. Tramatin's decision. If we interpret the rules and regulations, and it will be up to the party to take a decision because he... The undertaking says the party deserves the right. In the event of breach of this undertaking by me, the new patriotic party reserves the right to restrain me from contesting as an independent candidate or as a candidate on the ticket of any other political party. That is part of the undertaking. So if the party wants to pursue this, it's for the party to be well advised legally and to decide what action to take. Now, a view of what is happening now, and as a lawyer, will, if you are asked to advise on the way forward, would you advise the party to explore this action? It depends. In the first place, if you look at decisions of the Supreme Court, a person becomes a candidate when he has filed. 
So until you file, you may decide to declare that uh, you want to go independent. But it kicks in when, indeed, you ha we have the document to show that you filed. That's number one. Mm. Number two, as I said, it depends on the situation in the party. Does the party want to pursue legal action? What are the implications? What are the consequences? But as I said, the party says it reserves the right. And then the applicant also signed, got it witnessed that it also, he also agrees with the position of the party. So, Alan stands the risk of being disqualified. That is, if the party decide that they want to take him on based on his own undertaking. I notice that you still want to bring Alan so that you can quote me. Because he's the one that we know <laughs> as of now, he anybody, is withdrawn from the party, anybody, he's resigned, and he says he. Indeed, don't forget that for the even parliamentary candidate, yes, the, the the clause will bind them. The party has taken a decision that people should not just use the party and then decide that I'm going my way because it didn't favor me. So what exactly did Mr. Tremating and the other presidential aspirants sign on to? Elton Brobe is here to walk us through. What is contained in that undertaking, Elton? So this is what he signed. An aspiring presidential candidate shall sign an undertaking with the party, committing himself to support whoever is eventually elected as a party's presidential candidate after the election selection process. In the event that he is not elected or selected uh, to lead the party, shall also undertake not to contest as an independent presidential candidate or as a candidate on the ticket of any other political party and that the MPP reserve the right to reframe him should that person decide otherwise. Well, meanwhile, Mr. Tremantin has been reacting to this issue. This is not a subject matter we should waste time to discuss. How can a lawyer put up such argument on national television? I signed a document when I was in the party if I leave the party, how do you chase me to live by that document? It is hard to comprehend. Many are disappointed in the party because of such mischief. He is a lawyer, and I am also one. He should let us meet in court. The reason for this argument now is to discourage people from joining the movement. So you had there Mr. Alan Tremonti. Let's stay a little longer with the NPP because flag bearer hopeful Dr. Wusu Akutwefiye says the party is in danger of losing the 2024 elections due to low morale among supporters over unfulfilled promises. He spoke to the media in Kumasi where he's touring ahead of the November 4 delegates conference. It is clear to me that morale is very, very low. The expectation of our activists around the country for a better life has not been realized. So the MPP is not in a good place to contest, to retain power next year. And we have to address this issue very seriously. Anybody who aspires to bear the flag of the MPP, that should be their priority. I have a very clear understanding of the problems on the ground because I've been a member of parliament.
Other NPP flag bearer hopeful, Dr. Owusu Akutwefi, you're listening to the midday news here on Joy 99.7 FM. Just gone by showdown as the NDC and its minority in parliament defy police warning not to protest at the BOG headquarters. They insist they will march there, setting the stage for confrontation. And still to come, some young Ghanaians with kidney failure cry for help as they join others to demand affordable dialysis treatment. Um, we are pleading with government to help us with their dialysis. We cannot, we cannot pay because of that. We are not able to go for dialysis. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. Thanks for staying on the midday news. It's now time for sports with Mubara Karina. Hello. Yep, Ben is now is the Bortiman Sports Complex and the facility which will host over 20 sporting disciplines during the Africa Games is close to completion. The facility is 87% completed and the possibility of work finishing on time is high. Here is Deshios Chipandi, coordinator for the African Union Sports Council who was involved in an extensive tour of the facility yesterday. I think we are very happy with the progress that has been made so far and we are, the African Union is very, very grateful with the great investment that the government of the Republic of, of Ghana has put into the construction of the facilities. Last time when we were here, we were assured by the um, LOC that um, by December all the facilities will be uh, completed and ready for, for the Games. And for sure this time we just uh, visited Legon. It's nearly complete, and um, here we are now. When I see the overall percentage there, I think it is about 87%. So this is very impressive. Yeah, that's your sports, Benis. Thank you, Mubarak. Now, some young Ghanaians with kidney failure are crying for help as they demand access to affordable treatment. All of them under 25 say the cost of dialysis has taken a toll on the finances of their families and they are compelled to beg. The youngest among them, 16-year-old Rosemary Buedu, says this has also affected her academics. Their stories mirror that of thousands of persons with kidney conditions, emphasizing the urgent need for better healthcare support and accessible treatment options. Maxwell Agbagba has the second in our series, Dialysis Crisis. A one-minute silence for some kidney patients who have died between May and September is briefly disrupted by a woman in her 50s. She has kidney failure too and requires dialysis sessions three times a week. Very close to the crying woman are scores of renal patients who have gathered here to mourn and raise awareness about 14 of their members, they say, died after the Kolibu Teaching Hospital restricted dialysis services to only emergency cases after the health facility ran out of supplies. They say through the benevolence of some persons and organizations, their members were getting free dialysis treatment. 
and are now unable to afford the cost in other facilities. I'm 16 years old. Here, I've met the youngest of them all, 16-year-old Rosemary Boydou. She has a kidney failure and requires dialysis treatment three times every week. She says with some health facilities charging as much as 500 Ghana cities, she's unable to afford it. Sometimes, because of their dialysis, I don't go to school on Mondays and Thursdays. I'll come for dialysis. Whenever I go to school, sometimes I'll be confused, especially when they treat mass. I don't understand where they are food. Sometimes if we get the money, we will come for the life. If we do not get, then we will not go. That's Maxwell Agbagba with the second in our series, Dialysis Crisis. Stay with us on all our programs and news bulletins for more on this. Now, a serial pedophile in the Upper West Region has been jailed by the Wasekut Court on 10 counts of defilement. Our man in Wa, Rafiq Salam, has been following the story of Rashid Anata, the once famous uh, wedding MC, and joins us on the line with details. Rafiq, run us through the story of Rashid. Uh, the story is that the court uh, charged him on 10 counts of defilement. And so the first docket contained actual six counts, and he was uh, sentenced to 43 years imprisonment. The first count had to deal with 8 years, 777. When you, when you add all, you get for three years. But the judge says that based on his age and also being first time offender, they will give him uh, uh, a total of 8 years. And then the second count, another seven years, and then the third count, another seven years. So that makes it 22. But when you add the combined prison sentence, it's give you 69. But the judge says that they want to be lenient on him because for him, for him being a first-time offender, and if that's even the view of the prosecution, and they gave him 22 years uh, to serve at the prison. And that's Rafiq Salam reporting from WA. <laughs> You know what time it is when you hear that sick tune. Will Presec Legon make it their eighth trophy on other school will clinch the bragging rights as the journey to find this year's champion of the NSMQ begins today with the arrival of participating schools. 117 of them are expected at the Cairn University campus within the next two days ahead of the preliminary stage of the national tournament. Three-time champions St. Peter's, Achimoto School and Wesley Girls will begin their campaign this year from the preliminary stage after losing their seeded sports last year. Some schools are already threatening to unseat the undisputed champions. Prisek Legon. <laughs> Look, Presec Legon, it's not always that, that, that is Friday. Some days are there, you, you need to also calm down. Well, it's a lot of excitement as we look forward to that and expect the best of coverage right here on Joy 99.7 FM and on the Joy News channel. We'll definitely keep you... Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.